And a good Saturday morning to you. Andy's taking uh, this holiday weekend off in his place. Is our friend and deck and port specialist, among other things, Luke Panic from Lindis Construction. Hi, Luke. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Denny? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. Hope you and your family are doing the same on this uh, this holiday uh, weekend. Boy, it's been kind of a well, crazy weather is is not the phrase, I suppose. It's been uh, so uh, unseasonably cold and cool. I always like to ask Andy how the crews are dealing with, uh, the, the crews at Lindis dealing with all of this stuff. And uh, uh, how, how about uh, the decks now being built? Because if somebody wants a Lindis to build them a deck uh, and they do such great work, uh, what... what What's what's the story? I mean, you guys work through a lot of weather, but uh, how, how does the uh, deck building go these days, Luke? Well, it, it's slow and it's difficult. Um, it, it just requires a lot of patience, both by our homeowners and our crews, because it just adds to the to the work time and the cleanup and everything's wet and muddy. So it's frustrating, but it is what it is. We're used to it. I, nobody's ever worried about the sales guys that got to drive around in this weather, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's true. That, yeah, I feel sorry for you, Luke. I really do. Yeah, I, here, yeah, let me get. I, I, I got my violin out here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you have any kind of it now, it doesn't have to be a question about decks or decking or porches. Uh, Luke does know his stuff certainly in that department, but Luke is is well rounded as far as in the construction business. Uh, how old were you when you got uh, going in this business? I know you, with new listeners who maybe don't know your background, fill us in a little bit on on your your bio there. I was about three or four years old when my mom dropped me off at a job site with my dad <laughs> and my grandpa. You know that I've got pictures of uh, you know uh, back when I was that age. Uh, you know, sweeping up and cleaning up and 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 doing what I could to try to stay out of trouble. So very young age, my dad and my grandpa built homes together for many, many years. So it's always been a part of my life. Did did you ever think of doing, uh, I don't know why I'm asking you this, I suppose. I, did you ever think of having a different career or was it just in your blood and, uh, you know, this was just going to be part of your life, this, this whole construction business? Were you ever going to be anything you know, else, I guess? Well, for sure. I went to college down at the Gustavus in St. Peter and so that I could get a degree and never have to work in construction. I wanted nothing to do with it. Um, mm. and it, wasn't, it wasn't until a couple of years of being in an office in Chicago that I realized I wasn't meant, uh, wasn't meant for the office either. So I came back to the Twin Cities and helped uh, a couple of uh, doctors who had started up a a deck and porch building company and they needed someone to run the company. So with my background, it was a good fit. And that's where I really kind of specialized in decks and porches for about 10 years until I joined up with Lindus. Yeah. And in the meantime, uh, you, uh, you build, how long ago did you build that, uh, your last house? When was that? Six years ago, about six, six years, years ago. Yeah. Finished that. Yeah. So my point is Luke is well-rounded. Again, if you have specifically deck, uh, deck questions, Porch questions, this is perfect timing for you. So call or text any kind of a home improvement question for Luke at 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Uh, text came in a bit ago. It said, good morning. My mom had vinyl siding on her house. The wind has been blowing maple tree sap all over the siding and windows. Now, do you think the sap will hurt the siding? 
That's the question. I don't think so. It's just sugar, right? Uh, it's maple tree sap. Uh, it shouldn't uh, be much of a, a problem. Probably the sooner the better to get it washed off, though, because the longer it sits there, I think the more rigid it'll get. So I would just uh, get the house washed. Uh, speaking of that, there's a deck cleaning question, too. Is there any special product to clean my low-maintenance deck? didn't say what brand it is, and I'm not sure. what. what I guess that could make a difference as far as what the manufacturer recommends. But what what do you recommend for for uh, decks that are not wood decks, I guess, is the way to put it? Each, each manufacturer uh, will have, if you go to their website, will have care and maintenance instructions, and they'll have a recommendation for the product that they like to be used on their decking. Uh, I, don't, I don't suspect there's a major difference between uh, the different solutions that are, you know, at, at the hardware store or at Home Depot or Menards. Uh, they're, they're, they, they tend to all have a list of products where this one's for wood, this one's for composites, this one's for PVC. So... I, I don't think that there's a heck of a lot of a difference, but it's always safe to, to check the manufacturer's recommendations to begin with. Okay. Yeah, that's always good is like what they say, read the manual, see, see what it says. Um, I know this texture says, I know there are lots of low maintenance deck options that are no longer wood based, but I'm interested. Texture says in utilizing real wood for my deck. I like the look when natural wood weathers to silver slash gray, so staining to keep a wood color is not a concern of mine, he or she says. What are the best real wood options for Minnesota decks? Black locust or thermally modified wood species? What would you uh, suggest to this listener, Luke? Well, uh, I would make two recommendations, uh, both of them based on their price difference. The, the most affordable one, that I would recommend is called kiln dried treated pine. That is a process where they've it, they've used the southern yellow pine and they've treated it with kiln dried treated pine. That is a process where they've it, they've used the southern yellow pine and they've treated it with the normal treating products to make it last so it doesn't rot. But then they they kiln dry it in a controlled environment so they take the moisture out of it down to about 15 percent. So it, it will shrink and crack a lot less than traditionally treated wood. That's that. Like traditional treated lumber comes to your house, it's about 70, 60 to 70 percent moisture. So it's really wet. That you don't want <clears throat> because it, it, it warps so bad. The other wood that's really good and durable, if you if you uh, if you want to spend a little bit more, a, a lot more actually, uh, is called Ipe, and that's uh, South American. Walnut, it's a really durable, hard wood that lasts a long, long time. It's very, very hard in density, and, and so it's, it's a little bit more difficult to work with. But when it's done, it is really a beautiful wood, and it'll, it'll just turn like this listener is talking about. It'll just weather and patina gray, and, and it just stays that way. So other than washing these two products off every every couple of times a year to keep them clean. That's all you really need to do. You don't, you can just let them patina gray and they won't, neither one of them will rot or decay. Uh, I would, you know, at least 30 years. Wow. Does it, is every, yeah. uh, and Andy and I, we've talked, uh, he's talked about in, inside his home of bamboo. Is bamboo ever used as a product for decking at all? We've never talked about that. 
Well, there no, not as a, just a wood. Um, there is a manufacturer called Fortress that makes a composite that combines bamboo with PVC and creates a composite deck board. And bamboo is certainly better than other types of woods when you're mixing it. But uh, I do not know or I've not seen a, a bamboo be used outside at all. Okay, just wondering. Uh, Luke, we're going to take a quick break. Invite our listeners. I want to alert uh, Keith that uh, you're going to be first up here uh, on the phone when we uh, come back. If you want to call in or text in your uh, home improvement question for Luke, either way, one number, 651-461-9226. 26 degrees in the Twin Cities. We'll be right back here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Lindus Construction. Luke Panic doing the job for Andy Lindus today. You know, Luke, I wanted to, uh, we're going to grab callers and textures as usual, but I want to make mention um, that, uh, and it's kind of, wow, 75% off installation labor. Correct me if I'm wrong now. Uh, this is on LeafGuard gutters, GAF, uh, those great asphalt shingles like I have in my home. Uh, Infinity by Marvin Windows as well, right? 75% off. Am I correct? That's correct. You heard it correct. Wow. We'll mention that again, too. Uh, if, you, if you're in need of any of these products, really uh, give uh, Lindus a call. That new number we like to mention from time to time is 844-9-LINDUS. Ask about that 75% off installation labor offer. All right. We promised Keith in St. Paul he would be next, first up here out of the shoot. Keith, thanks for waiting. Uh, what's your question for Luke? I have a question in regards to footings for decks, Luke. What's your experience with the new style that sits on top of the earth versus the traditional style, you know, where you dig four feet? And what is it that keeps them from heaving? You know, why do they not heave? My neighbor's got a set of them, and they have not moved um, one, one, one-eighth of an inch, you know, for five years he's had them in. Sure. Yeah, uh, I refer. Are you referring to the diet, like the pin piers that have the pin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They they they're kind of a, a newer innovation. Um, they were actually created. The engineer that designed them was from Florida, and they, they uh, used them to go across swamps because they create kind of a tripod in the earth, uh, like a camera tripod. And the the concrete basically at the top is just holding that all together, but. How they work is as the frost moves down, uh, because the, the pins are crossed, uh, be, as the frost moves down, it creates expansion between the pins, and it forces them to stabilize. So it, it has kind of the opposite effect of what frost typically does, which is push stuff up. It stabilizes it because it has an inverse uh, angle there. They work great uh, for the most part. We have had we used them for many years uh, and had very few of them fail. Uh, there's a couple we had to replace, but for the most part, they, they, they are, you know, they're easier to use. You can rent a jackhammer to drive the pins in. You don't have to disrupt a bunch of soil. Um, they make a couple different sizes. They make the DP-50s for decks. They make a DP-75 for porches, and they, they carry different loads depending on the, the, what the difference between them two is how deep the pins go into the ground. Um, so it's a great innovation. They're, 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 they're easy to use. Um, in most cases that you can put them in, if they're too close to the foundation, that's a problem. 
And there's some cities that don't allow them. So you have to know your area and talk with your building official on whether or not that'll work for you. Uh, but they're, they're, they're a neat product for sure and certainly makes sense in a lot of applications. 651-461-9226. Either call or text your home improvement type of question for Luke Panic from Lindis Construction. Margaret's calling in, I believe, this morning from uh, Oakdale. Margaret, thank you. What's your question for Luke? Hey, Luke, you've done a lot of work for me, tremendous. People are super. But I have a, a question on roofing. You know, since we have had all this hail and wind, should you get your roof inspected? And how long does a roof last? With a sh- well, yeah, good question, Margaret. Um, it's always safest uh, if you've had hail in your neighborhood or you saw it in the yard or perhaps you saw some dings on your, your downspouts. Uh, it's a great idea to have your roof looked at. You may not notice storm damage from the road. It, uh, oftentimes, I'm at a house looking, and the roof looks fine, and then I get up there and look a little closer, and I find all kinds of problems. So it's actually, you know, we do that all the time. We'll come out and look at your house for you, uh, as well as your siding and window wraps and things like that. Uh, it's free for us. We'll come out and take a look at it. How, to answer the other question, how long is a roof going to last? On average, we we see roofs lasting about 15 years, uh, which is frustrating for people when they buy roofs and on the package it says 30 year or 25 year. The reason that roofs often fail before they're supposed to is that what's underneath them is uh, not good, uh, meaning that the the underlayments that were used were the cheapest thing possible. The flashings weren't replaced when the roof was done. And it's oftentimes those details that cause a roof to fail. It's not actually the wear and tear of the shingle. So it really varies on how well the roof was installed. And if the, if the installer took shortcuts or reused things, more common than not, when a roof gets replaced, they don't replace all the step flashing and, and, and all of those, uh, the valley stuff, all of the, the boots around the, the plumbing pipes, things like that. And those are the things that fail the quickest. Those are the things that are the weak points of a roof. So when those aren't replaced, that's what causes a roof to fail earlier than it should. So those are the averages. Uh, But we do a roof, we guarantee it, we have a 50-year warranty. So we use, of course, make that happen. We don't reuse anything. Everything is completely brand new. And we use higher-end materials underneath our shingles, so it has a bigger impact on it. And the venting. The last thing I would say about it is the venting is really important. Roofs fail quicker when they're not, they're sitting over a hot attic. They cook from both sides, inside and outside. Those are the major things that cause a roof to fail before they should. All right, good questions, Margaret. Thank you. You know the good work that Linda's does, so if you want to have them out, 844-9-LINDA's, but you probably already know that, 844-9-LINDA's. Gene is calling in this morning to ask you a question. Gene is calling in from Bloomington, I believe. Thanks, Gene. What's your question for Luke? Um, we have a deck that's, we have a split level house. Our deck is up high with the second level and we're thinking about screening it in, but we're not sure, um, about the roof line. It has a eave that hangs over it that has a gutter on it. And I'm like, I don't know how you would do a roof with that. And also we're wondering if it could carry the extra weight of like screening in a, because we don't use it enough because it gets all dirty from the tree above it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Gene, in order to give you, I'd have to actually see the the roof line back there, but typically when there's an eave or you have a gutter going on the back of the house, the easiest way is to to put a roof is to put a gable 
a gable roof perpendicular to the eave. So you'd have a basically, if you if you can imagine, your gutters would be on both sides of the porch roof, and then they'd make a 90 degree angle and go down the eave of your house. So, but without seeing your house, I can't tell you that exactly. But that's typically how it's done. The uh, when to speak on will your existing deck support walls and a roof? The answer is likely no. Uh, the footings that are put in for a deck are typically not sized for a porch. And the, the load that a, a porch puts on footings is significantly more than a deck because it's got to carry, not only has it got to carry the walls, it's got to carry the roof load. And then what we calculate in there is a snow load also because, of course, we get snow. So most often a deck that's there is not reusable when doing a porch if you're going to do it, you know, by the book and how it should be done. That doesn't mean that people don't go and, and do this on their own without without permits and stuff and, and roll the dice on what's going to happen. But to do it correctly, it needs to have footings. Typically, those footings on a porch are going to be 60 inches deep, and they're going to be 20 inches in diameter in the ground at the base. And so it's a significant footing, um, much bigger typically than what a deck has. So hope that helps. Very good. Tell you what, we're going to take a look at that forecast, see what's coming up uh, this weekend and this coming week as well. We have about another half hour of the Home Improvement Show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, especially if it pertains to decks, decking, porches, things like that, call or text 651-461-9226. Questions for Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch, 844-9-LINDAS. Take advantage of that uh, 75% off installation labor on uh, LeafGuard gutters, GAF asphalt shingles, and Infinity by Marvel windows. That's a good deal. 75% off installation labor. In the meantime, if you're just joining us, Luke Panic. The deck and porch specialist, among other things, with Linda's Construction, answering your uh, any kind of home improvement question you may have. doesn't have to be about decks or porches, things like that. But uh, if you have specific questions about those, good day for that to ask, uh, ask the expert. 651-461-9226. Texter wants to know, Luke, do you still, I'm sure they must mean uh, Linda's as well as you, do you still like timber tech decking? Well, uh, that we have to narrow that question down a little bit because Timber Tech uh, now has purchased, uh, I don't know, it's been a year or two now, purchased AZEC. So Timber Tech has a couple different product lines. My favorite of their product is the cellular PVC uh, product or what they call a capped polymer that doesn't have the, the sawdust mixed into it. I think that's the best product. That's my favorite one. I do think it's good. Um, I, it's very durable. We've used it for a lot of years, so I do recommend that product for sure. And well, what is that one that uh, Andy's been talking about? Millboard, is it? Yeah, Millboard is is quickly become my favorite, and primarily because, like uh, like the Azac, it doesn't have any uh, sawdust or wood flour in it, so it immediately uh, puts itself in a, in a category that's I think proper for 
where we live and the moisture and the heat differentials that we deal with. The millboard product is made of uh, mostly limestone and then a resin and almost like a fiberglass feel to it that has structure in it. But it, it, it's a board that looks more natural than any synthetic deck board I've ever seen by far. It has a more natural texture to it because they, they actually emboss it on a real piece of oak, rough sawn oak. So you get a real wood texture. You get a real wood variation in color. It looks really, really natural and has a great foot feel to it. I know Andy had Zuri on his deck for a long time, and it was very slippery. And he put this, uh, he's tried this millboard and, and just loves it because it, it's not so slippery for him. So uh, that, those are, that's my favorite one. I, I, I recommend it to a lot of people, and they seem to like it. So it's, right now those, those, are the, those are the deck boards we're using. All right, very good. Back to the phones we go. I think Kevin uh, is calling in from uh, Rosemont, Minnesota this morning. Uh, Kevin, thanks for waiting. What's your question for Luke? Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, a real quick question. Um, at, the, at the cabin up in uh, northern Wisconsin, we've got a metal roof on that thing. Um, and this last winter, um, it was leaking like a sieve. Um, we, it was basically ice dams all over the place. Managed to try to control the ice dams, but uh, it seems to be getting worse every every year. Is there like a, what kind of maintenance needs to happen to these metal roofs? There's, I mean, they're screwed in, and I think they put like a, a rubber grommet between the screw and the and the roof line, the roof itself. Yeah, yeah. How old is this roof? Uh, you know, it's probably only about it's less than ten years old. Yeah, those grommets should last, you know, I know what you're talking about. So it's typical pole shed steel that's screwed down with the little rubber O-ring. Those should last a lot longer than 10 years. Um, there, there really shouldn't be any maintenance uh, with a metal roof to speak of. At some point, yeah, you're going to have to, those 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 rubber grommets are going to crack and, and they could provide a leak. But I would I would look to the... Why? Why are you having the ice dams? You know, the, is this a, a vaulted, a vaulted uh, ceiling, or does it have an attic space? Oh, he must be listening on the radio. Okay, I'll explain. Uh, if it's a vaulted ceiling, a lot of times cabins up in northern Minnesota or Wisconsin, for that matter, um, a lot of times vaulted ceilings are maybe just framed with a two by six rafter and they only have an R19 insulation of bat in there. These, these contribute a ton of ice dams because that R19 is not enough to contain the heat. And so the roof warms up on the north side, creates the thaw, and then ice dams uh, work their way through metal roofs, just like asphalt roofs. They're, you know, the, the ice dams can be just as, uh, as deadly for leaking. So really what needs to be looked at here is what's causing these ice dams. Uh, the insulation likely needs to be improved to spray foam to stop the heat loss and the humidity loss uh, is probably the answer. That's not easy. Sometimes it's hard to get into that cavity. You need to do it from the inside with a metal roof. Uh, so you got to pull down sheetrock or tongue and groove to access those cavities. Or you got to pull the steel off uh, the top side and remove plywood and, and spray foam in from there. But that's we do this quite often. A lot of older homes have this problem. Story and a half homes have this problem. When we get big big winters with lots of snow, 
And this is the time of year that these things start to leak because they've got the snow and ice up there. It's built up, and then we get a warm day. It starts to thaw. Uh, all of those problems, most of the time, 95% of the time, are because of heat loss from a house. It really doesn't have anything to do with the integrity of the roof, unfortunately. All right. Complicated issue. Complicated issue. We'll uh, grab some text messages, Luke, in a moment. But Frank, I believe, is calling in from uh, Roseville this very morning. Frank, thank you. Uh, what's your question, please? Hi, good morning. My question is about uh, I'd like to try and add some steps to my pre-existing wooden deck. And uh, it's about six feet off the ground, and I'm estimating maybe I need a 8- to 10-foot stringer length. And I'm wondering how evenly cut those stringers would be if I ordered them from, like, a big box store. And mm-hmm. I need more than a couple stringers for that. Well, it would depend on the decking that you use as far as how many uh, stringers you need to have. Do you know what kind of decking you're going to put on the steps? Um, well, I'm figuring probably see, the deck is cedar, so I, I may use just cedar, two-by-six cedars, okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, two-by-six cedars, great. Uh, what you would To answer your first question, you can buy them pre-cut at at uh, Menards or Home Depot a lot of times and you can you can try to make those work the the issue is or the rules that you've got to accommodate is that the riser height can't vary by more than three eighths of an inch so you you measure your shortest height uh, rise and your highest and your biggest step and they need to be within three eighths of an inch number two if you're going to put that with those stringers, if you're going to use a two by six deck board on, uh, as a tread, you can have those be 16 inches on center, which would mean 14 and a half inches between them. So if you're going to do a four foot wide staircase, you'd need five. If you're going to do a three foot wide staircase, you're going to need four. So that would be the spacing with a cedar deck board. Uh, you, most cities want you to have a riser in there as well, a riser cover. So you need to put the, a vertical uh, back to that step that's called the riser. You can use three-quarter inch cedar for that. And uh, I, I have not bought those pre-made ones, but you can certainly try that and hope that it fits the height, you know, that you have. All right, very good. That's it. Appreciate the call. Six five one four six one nine two two six is our phone and text number. Speaking of texts, uh, here's one. It says my garage has large pits in a garage floor. I assume they're saying. Uh, and it's some four inches deep. What would the process be to fix these uh, large pits in their garage floor? Four inches deep sounds really deep. Boy, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Big, yeah, I would say that's a tear out and replace. If it's if it's shallow pitting, we call it in that in the term we use is spalling. Uh, if it's shallow, you know, half inch or less, you can you know have it prepped and, and, and a surface resurfaced. But I would say if, if that big of dancer chips, uh, that needs to be just removed and replaced um, for sure. Okay. Denny, I think I should make one more comment on that staircase. Sure, sure. When you have a staircase like that, uh, six feet off the ground, there's two things also that the staircase needs to have. Number one, it needs to have a guard railing on it, so railing on both sides of the staircase to prevent fall. The other thing that it has to have is what's called an ADA grippable handrail, a handrail that you'd have just like you would have in the inside of a staircase on inside your house 
An ADA grippable handrail is a contoured handrail that's round, that's spaced out with a handrail bracket so that you have something that's continuous to grab on as you go up and down this staircase. When you anything over 24 inches off the ground, you have to have fall protection. Even if it's not 24 inches off the ground, you need to have an ADA handrail. So uh, any staircase anywhere has to have a place for uh, someone to grab a handrail, even though it may not prevent fall protection, it has something for people to stabilize themselves and go up and down the staircase. So that's a rule that has to be met, even if a homeowner does it, you want to make sure that that is met. All right, good. Thanks for that follow-through with that. Uh, let's do this. We'll need to take a quick quick, quick break. Uh, Luke, we'll be back with the remaining minutes of our home improvement show. In the Twin Cities, uh, current temperature reading is 28 degrees. going to be another little bit of a breezy day today. Boy, it's been windy. Uh, but sunshine we hope to see later. Reading is 28 degrees. going to be another little bit of a breezy day today. Boy, it's been windy. Uh, but sunshine we hope to see later. Highs near 41. Right now, 28 degrees on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. We're around here on CCO every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Welcoming your home improvement questions, of course, by phone or by text. 651-461-9226. Denny Long here along with Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. Uh, Luke, boy, we've got a ton of text messages. We'll see how many we can get before we have to let you go. Here's one. What is the best way to waterproof under a deck for more living space? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, the best way is to put in a uh, what we call underdecking system. Um, I'd be careful not to use waterproof. Anything that's low slope in our climate where we've got winter, Anything that's low slope that's not a rubber membrane is not going to be waterproof. It's going to be mostly waterproof. Uh, it, but these systems are considered drainage systems. They work pretty well. There's a couple of different manufacturers, but their classification is called under deck. Uh, we use one uh, that's called Inside Out. It's an aluminum-made product. comes in a lot of colors and uh, works pretty well. Uh, but, again, I want to emphasize these things are not meant to be waterproof. In order to be waterproof, you need to put a what's called an EPDM or a rubber membrane. Um, so, But they look nice and they work pretty good. All right. Uh, let's see. Can you, this texture says, can you do composite railings and spindles when you replace decks? I also have a privacy wall with the same material. Is that also possible with permanent decking? What's permanent decking? Is there anything permanent? Yeah. Nothing permanent. Uh, I'm not a big fan of any sort of composite rail system, mostly because I've seen them warp uh, and and come apart over time, just like the deck boards expand and contract. So I I like metal railing, aluminum railing, steel railing. Uh, I'm not a big fan of composite railing, so I would not recommend that. There's a listener that uh, does not live in the area that uh, that Lindis would serve, and they're interested in this millboard uh, decking with their contractor where they live. Mm-hmm. Is that available yeah. to uh, to anybody? Yeah, I, I yeah, I, uh, the 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 outfit that we get it from is in St. Paul, and uh, I don't. It's not a product that's exclusive to us, so it's a product that uh, they can get. They, uh, reach out to us. We can probably have them find up and put them in touch. 
Here's an interesting question. Uh, does Lindis uh, do new home inspections? That is uh, like assessing a roofing uh, job, the attic insulation, furnace grade, et cetera. What, what things would, le- well, I know they will inspect your roof and attic, things like that. In fact, that first visit is always free. So what, 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 uh, what, how would you answer that question, Luke? Well, did you say new house? Yeah, it says new home inspections. New home inspections. Well, I, I don't know what that means exactly. A new house, a brand new build will have been inspected at every step of the way. So by the building officials. So that should have, should be done. That should be all the X's should be crossed and the, uh, you know, that, that should be done. If you're talking about it's a, a house that's new to somebody and they want to, have it looked at for sure we, we'd be happy to come out and take a look at the attic and inspect it i mean those are the things that uh you know codes uh, railings uh, deck safety things like that we we can certainly come out and, and take a look at anybody's house for that reason and see if there's anything that they need to improve or upgrade we do find a lot i'll tell you this jenny we find some bad attics that were inspected by a home inspector who was supposed to know this stuff and we find mold, we find asbestos, we find mm-hmm. um, we find all kinds of issues on homes that were bought and technically they were inspected. So uh, not all home inspectors and real estate transactions are the same. So you want to really do your homework before you rely on a home inspection. Boy, that is for that. sure. Yeah, you want to get Linda's to come out, whatever. Maybe you want a new roofing or maybe a new siding or maybe those great leaf guard gutters. 844-9-LINDUS. In fact... Uh, the April offer is still in effect, 75% off installation labor on the Leaf Guard gutters, GAF asphalt shingles, Infinity by Marvin Windows. Check it out, 844-9-LINDIS. Uh, let's see, more questions than we have time for, Luke. Um, about diamond piers, this texter writes, uh, they say, I have to replace three support posts on my deck that are buried in the ground and are rotting through at the ground surface. Can I cut the post off at the surface, then cut the rotted part of the post below the surface enough to set a diamond pier on top of it and drive in the pins and put in a new post above it? Did you follow me on that? I did follow you, and I know oh, exactly what this. Uh, I know exactly what this uh, situation is. They want to put a footing back right where the old footing was. There's old posts in the ground. You know, the answer is probably. Um, and I say probably because uh, it really should be inspected by the city when you replace footing. But here's what would have to happen. You'd have to take out that material as far down as you can reasonably get out. So the, if there's rotten wood, you get it down to where it's solid. And then you need to backfill that hole with pea gravel or rock because pea gravel does not compact. So if you've got a good base for that new diamond pier to sit on, you can kind of uh, fill that hole back up with with uh, rock, and then you can and then you can drive those pins in, and you should create a pretty good footing. So the answer is yeah, there is a way to do that, uh, but you don't want to have any uh, rotten or organic punky material sitting underneath that directly underneath that diamond pier. That would be a problem. We just have two minutes to go, Luke. Maybe we could uh, squeeze in one more here, and I'll just read it, see if we can't uh, do a little lightning round. I would like to start a remodel of a home built in 1950, a brick rambler. Which room should I start on, and why? Is there a a why to find a list of good local contractors? Well, uh, I guess maybe first things first. Uh, How do you go about looking for a good contractor? 
Well, talk to the references. Uh, that The best source is always uh, is to talk with uh, people who hired this company and then talk to references and, and, and talk to a couple of them. Um, you want to know that they've done well with uh, multiple people and multiple types of projects. Where to start on the house? It's tough to answer that, but value-wise, kitchens and bathrooms bring the most value when you remodel a house. So I would start with kitchens and bathrooms is where I'd begin. If those were in great order, then then I'd go with the bedrooms. Yeah. And uh, Lindis, of course, if you want to call Lindis, 8449-LINDIS, and you want references, you're going to get references. And by all means, check them out. You find references that are probably right down the block or even next door for some in some cases, many cases, matter of fact. Luca, we've got to run. I'm going to advise folks again that, that if they want to get in touch with Lindis, the easiest number to remember, brand new number, easy to remember, 844-9-LINDUS, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, Luke, happy Easter to you and your family. Thanks so much again for all the help you give our listeners every time you're on. And I bet you're going to be on again one of these days. I'll look forward to it. I enjoy it. Happy Easter to you. Thanks, Luke. Luke Paddock, the deck and port specialist with Linda's Construction. Yeah, give them a call if you uh, want a new deck or whatever you may need around your house. 844-9-LINDAS. Well, let's see. We have 28 degrees right now. We're heading to 41. I'm going to be back tomorrow morning filling in for Susie Jones. She's fighting a little bit of a virus, a little bit of an alien uh, tomorrow. But we'll be taking your health questions in the 7 o'clock hour. Then, of course, your money in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. So we'll join join us. Thanks for listening today. Right now, overcast, 28 degrees here on News Talk 830 WCCO.